Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. The following program is brought to you by your friends at Podcast One. Podcast One presents House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Bierman. Join Kim, her husband, and six children as she shares her journey to success and the positive mentality that brought her there. Come on in and make yourself at home. Now, here's your host, Kim Zolciak Bierman. Welcome to this episode of House of Kim. It's Christmas Eve. Hey, hey, everyone. I am so excited, you guys. I can barely stand myself. If you don't have your gifts, you're SOL. Yeah, I know that's right. Give them a big hug. Yeah. <laughs> Sometimes that's all they need. <laughs> but I um, am so excited. I definitely feel like my love is shown through just the whole experience, the right. whole Christmas tree and the breakfast and the things that mean the most to them. And, and I just, I'm so excited and blessed that we were able to do this for our children and, and for others as well. So anyhow, you guys, how exciting is this? We have a few days till the end of this year. Yep. So exciting. 2018 actually. is almost over. Yeah. And I'm ready. Bye, bitch. Bye, 2018. <laughs> See you fucking later. Okay. I'm good. Yeah. All right. 2019, I am so excited for you to get your ass here. We are so ready for you, baby. What's in store is so exciting. I love the anticipation. It's like, you know, what's next? What's We coming? have something for our children that um, is going to be super exciting for 2019 for them and that yeah. they're clueless to. Yeah. So uh, that's really, really cool. Yep. 2019 is going to be great. It uh, it's so weird that Don't Be Tardy hasn't aired in 2018. Not at all. We filmed during the whole season, right. almost to 2018. Yeah. But this is the first year no and seventh season. Yeah. yeah. No so content. weird due to new programming, but I think yeah. I mentioned that Don't Be Tardy will be airing February 17th Yep, um, due to the Grammys on the 10th. I don't know if you guys heard, but Andy Cohen is going to be a daddy. That's amazing. Um, I've known Andy like 11 years. Uh, I'm super excited about this turning point when he announced it on Watch What Happens Live. He was so sincere. I could feel his energy through the phone. He's ready. Yeah. I think? definitely think he's ready. I do okay. think he's ready. You don't think he's ready? I don't think anybody's ready. <laughs> <laughs> I think that's right, too. Yeah, I would have. Yeah. Uh, I think he's ready in his mind right. to be a daddy. Yeah. As you guys know, there's a lot that comes with that. I think he, he's very successful financially. And, and, and sometimes in order to alleviate some of the pressure of being right. a parent financially, if you're stable, you can afford the help. But I'm telling you, once you hit your stride, there's nothing like it. You're never ready. I don't think anybody's ever ready. But once you once you kind of get Figure yourself back up and dust off your shoulders and it's f- stride going thing in the world, I, I definitely texted him and and um, said congratulations. You know, I'm so excited for you to yeah. embark on this journey, the most stressful, confusing, I think, I think yet most rewarding and loving experience you'll ever go through in this lifetime. Yep, we're gonna have to get him on, and we're gonna have to like within the first couple weeks and ask him. No. <laughs> I don't know that I want to be the interviewer on that. Need some advice? (laughs) I uh, definitely, yeah. I don't think 
I, I think there's a couple other people that I know that are pregnant as well um, that have no idea what's about to come. Right. Those up all nights and balancing. Yeah, no. Yeah. Uh, it's definitely an experience that I, I don't regret, but it's one that I remember clearly. Right. <laughs> Lola is a female-founded company offering a line of organic cotton tampons, pads, liners, and all-natural cleansing wipes. Founders Jordana Keir and Alexandra Friedman started their company with a simple and seemingly obvious idea. Women shouldn't have to compromise when it comes to feminine care products. They've asked themselves, if we care about the ingredients in the food we eat and the beauty products we use, why shouldn't the same be true of our feminine care products? You guys, I could not agree more. Listen to you guys. The FDA doesn't require brands to disclose a comprehensive list of ingredients in their feminine care products. So most of them don't. Like, why would they? Alola offers a complete transparency about the ingredients found in their tampons, pads, liners, and wipes. Major brands use a mix of synthetic ingredients in their products, including rayon and polyester. Alola products are 100% organic cotton with no added chemicals, fragrance, synthetics, or dyes. And Lola makes your month a little bit easier. Lola subscription is super flexible. You can change, skip, or cancel your subscription at any time. Lola now offers cleansing wipes. They are safe for use anywhere on the body. They are the first biodegradable, all-natural wipe of their kind, perfect for a midday fresh up, individually packaged, and perfect for on the go. You guys, I got to be honest, I am personally a fan of Lola and their products. I care so much about the food I put in my body. Why would I not care about something I put in it, honestly? For 40% off all subscriptions, visit mylola.com and enter Kim when you subscribe, you guys. You don't want to miss out. This really has been life-changing for me. Okay, you guys. So we asked for a lot of people to write in to Kim at Kim Zolciak for Dream Big December, Achieve Something Great, or Overcame Something Big. We sifted through hundreds of emails. Um, this one specifically stuck out in my assistant's mind, Croy's mind, and also Brielle's. This story is, is pretty gut-wrenching, um, but yet so positive in the end. The email just... You know, I, I, I was like totally in to like the beginning of the story to the very end could totally relate to her emotions and feelings and, and kind of where she was throughout this. So I am super excited to welcome Amy to our podcast. You guys, let's listen to her story. Amy? Kim? <laughs> I am so excited to talk to you. How are you? I'm great. I'm so, you guys like made my year. <laughs> oh, well, your story so definitely uh, oh, was pretty, you. pretty, I mean, it really just was, was insane. We've had a lot of emails and, and when we um, read yours, Corey and I, it was just, oh my, unbelievable to me. And, and Brielle was actually, actually reading it as well. So um, we'll oh. share with you guys here in a second about the story, but I want to, are you done Christmas shopping for all your kids and all that good stuff? Oh my gosh. I've been done since November and every kid oh has a different God, color. Oh my God, I'm so jealous. There's no way. Different, different color wrapping paper for different kid. Wow. I got it. I got so it. So organized. That is okay, amazing. Okay, well, I have to tell you that, that Kim Kardashian, a girlfriend of mine, she just yes. posted the other day that she has like orange ah. paper with like bright pink Merry Christmas. And oh, I love it. They all each family has their own color wrapping there paper. And I'm just like, oh, my God, <laughs> I haven't even like I can barely pee in a day. Never mind. But think you of look that. So organized, girl, like you look so organized. <laughs> well, I'm, I'm definitely the ADD definite or ADHD, as they call it, I think. Me today. Too. But I think that that definitely has its perks because I am sure. pretty organized. But yeah. sometimes I do find more recently that I get like overwhelmed with a 100 things to do in a 
it's like, okay, Kim, take a step back. Let's do one thing at <laughs> exactly. a time. Yes. But I have to be yes. honest, the wrapping paper thing, super jealous of Kim Kardashian. I saw your guys' wrap my face and I was telling my fiance, I was like, we should have done that. He's like, you want a present with my face over it? And I was like, yeah, of course I do. I am obsessed with this company. I've been buying from them for years. They're the sweetest yeah. people. I'm sure you heard. I follow I, them now. Yes. I sent <laughs> Chloe, my girlfriend, Kardashian, yeah. the paper, yeah. right? That was like my, I mean, what do you buy the girl that has everything? Well, well and I saw it on, I saw it on their post. They put, they're like, well, she, so Chloe I told K. her, well, so I, I text her and I said, Chloe, my, we didn't put the card in the fucking box. So when you get the box anyways, it's from me, but like I was so it's busy and texting. So then she texts yeah. me. She's like, are you the one that sent this fucking paper? Because I, she's, she, her heart is, is, I mean, she's one of the most incredible people I know. So I yeah. definitely put thought into buying her gifts and like what, yeah. what would make her, what would wow her. And then of course being a right. mom and all that good stuff. So the paper came to mind this year. And so yeah. Corey and I wrapped every package we sent her but then she's like of course it's kim's all siak but how what do you buy the girl that has everything it's the coolest idea ever it's absolutely i love it and for your kids to see their face on wrapping paper i've done it like i said the last four years and brielle now she's like i wonder what i'm gonna look like this year and it's like bitch who said i was doing it this year (laughs) you know but the kids really love it selfie of hers yes he's a good selfie of hers (laughs) exactly right she gets a little irritated when i don't i know which ones are her favorite because she'll send them to me and say if you're looking for a post use this i'm like okay yeah exactly Oh my gosh. No, that's good. That's good. I love it. I'm obsessed with Christmas. It's my favorite. We have three trees in our house and presents and we even have a gingerbread house like yours and the Kardashians, like the one from Solvang Bakery. So we got one. We I don't even know where they come house. from. Oh my they god. They come from California. No, I know that. I just don't know exactly where. I just know that Chloe is as anal as I am. Well, she's even more anal because like look at her cookie jars. But yeah, right? I don't know where yes. they come from. But we demolished yes. last year we I made sure that nobody touched it because I wanted it to look really pretty. And this yeah. year, I just said, fuck it. Let's like eat it. And we did. See, and, I and, told the kids, I'm like, if you go near that, you'll be sorry. Like, <laughs> but it's like, Corey said, you're just going to leave it there for pictures. Like, let's enjoy right. it. Like, it's made exactly. with love. And I was like, you know exactly. what? So we all took a person. Yeah. I don't think Brielle or Ariana would because they wanted it to be cute for their Snapchat. Yeah, but of course. Um, we all had a, pers- a little gingerbread and it was really great. Yeah. I know. I have you. Maybe you'll inspire me and I'll let the kids eat theirs in a few days. So. You re- in a few days when it's hard as a yeah, rock. In a few days. <laughs> when it's gross and no one wants it. Yeah, exactly right. Yeah. Okay. Oh my now, gosh. All right. Well, <clears throat> A, I appreciate you emailing. Um, yeah. Yeah. Your story definitely was like, wow, a lot for me to even swallow. Oh, um, thank you. I, I have A, I want you to share your story with our listeners. They're so incredible. What's your com- what you're comfortable sharing? Yeah. Whatever you're comfortable yeah. sharing. And then um, I'm, just, I'm I'm an open book, so you can ask me anything. When's your birthday? My birthday. I'm a Virgo. Oh my yeah, god! I'm a Virgo. I'm September seventeenth. So oh, I'm he's a the twelfth. Yes. Yeah. Oh yes. my granddad died on the seventeenth. How weird! Yeah, that's my grandpa died on the seventh September. Yeah, he's very I'm, young. Yeah, I'm very. Um, I obviously Taurus is like my bestie. That's who I get along with best, and you're a Taurus. Yes, girl. A Virgo. Yes. Yes. I do believe that Love signs it. play a role. Yeah. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Yes. I've dated so. a lot of other signs and it just didn't work, girl. But my Me brother too. is a Virgo yeah. and I wanted to choke him out growing up. So <laughs> I don't even brother. know. I mean, yeah. See, but, I don't get along with Sagittarius. That one, those are our twins. Those are our twins. And we don't really, I don't know. That's the one sign I don't know and I've only read up on me since I've had them. But they were supposed to be Capricorns. So I ended up having them. <laughs> 
<laughs> just because I couldn't take another second of it. Totally. Um, so they were, they are Sagittarius, but that's the one sign that I'm not overly familiar with that I'm reading up on, but their twins are a little quirky. That's yeah, what I've totally. read. Yeah. They're like, totally. little, they're very quirky. Kaya my, is going to give yeah. me a run for my money. My daughter's like that and she is a Capricorn. So she, her birthday's tomorrow. So she turns seven. Oh, so what's her I, name? Her name's Haven. Oh, Haven. That's a beautiful name. That's right. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah she's yeah. Haven. Yes. Yeah. That's a really so, and, beautiful yeah. name. Okay. Yeah. Well, share your right. story and, and kind of, well. Where do you want me to start? I, I You know, I feel like from the beginning almost, you okay. know, kind of sum it up and, and, and kind of share because, yeah, your email really okay. hit home. So if we can re- we'll rewind the clock back. I was like, you know, crazy girl, had my son super young and um, at 18. And then I had my daughter and, you know, Marcus and I had kind of this crazy relationship. You know, we are fire and oil. And, um, <laughs> and we um, got together and, you know, we had Haven and he and I, I was, I always felt like I was not living my best life. Not, and I mean that in a way of like not being the best person. I felt like I wasn't. And I genuinely felt it. I put on like a show like, oh, I'm great. I'm fabulous. But deep down, I never truly felt it. Okay. And I always feel like nothing changes you until something like changes so you. drastic. Yeah, exactly. Right. It shakes you to your core. Right. And I wasn't thinking like, oh, you know, an experience will change me. I just thought, oh, Marcus used to say I was like the princess bitch. Okay. okay. <laughs> so, <laughs> so it was my way or the highway. Okay. Oh, that so, sounds familiar, Croy. <laughs> I'm like, listen, honey, it's my way. So in May of 20, so May of 2014, yes. So 2013 actually was the last Christmas he was here. And it's funny because that Christmas was such a great one. Like he was so happy and it was so wonderful, like the best Christmas we'd ever had. And that was actually his last Christmas. Oh, and, um, I, and the Ugg slippers I always wear, though, um, they're the last thing he ever bought me. So oh, I have them. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus. Yeah. And so um, anyways, so he... Um, was a crane operator and he'd been a crane operator since he was, you know, 17 years old and okay. he's a third generation crane operator. Oh, wow. And, um, he and his dad, they would commute up to this town. So we live in Northern California and, um, they would drive every morning about two and a half hours, him, um, his, uh, my father-in-law and his cousin, they would drive up to, uh, they were working on a job in a place called Winters, California, really tiny town. They're putting in a bridge and Marcus always did scary work and he would tell me about it. And I never really truly took it to heart. I I'm like, oh, he knows what he's doing. Like, I was more worried about my hair and nails. Like, I didn't care. And long story short, uh, my father-in-law was operating a crane. And the story I was told was a chain broke on one of the cranes and they needed to go up and fix it. And so there was a man basket attached to the crane my father-in-law was operating. Oh, my goodness. And Marcus, this, there was another coworker who actually passed away with him. Oh, and wow. um, Glenn was his name. I never really knew him. I had heard Marcus mention him. He was new. And, um, he hopped in the basket and he asked for help and Marcus volunteered. And Marcus was like, Oh, I'll show you how to do it. Oh my so they God. hopped in the, yeah, they hop in the man basket. And this, this is about like six o'clock in the morning. Hop in the man basket and my father-in-law hoists them up and they're about a hundred feet in the air. And Marcus gives them the signal to let them down. And the chain that was holding the man basket started to unwind. Oh no. And the basket flipped to its side and Marcus smacked his head and they, the autopsy determined later that he was basically brain dead before he hit the ground. But Glenn was not. Glenn was not. Glenn landed on top of him and they fell hundred feet. And my father-in-law, it was a family job. His cousins were on it. Everyone saw it happen. Oh my gosh. Yeah. 
And um, I was asleep when this happened. Romeo actually had stayed home from school that day. Nothing out of the ordinary. And I was um, at Starbucks. And my current fiance actually texted me at about eight o'clock maybe. And I had gotten a text from Marcus and he had said, Oh, Hey babe, I know will you buy me blue Gatorade at Dayplay today. I didn't think anything of it. And that was about 5am, 5 530. Uh-huh. And that was the last thing he said to me. And, um, I thought nothing of it. I was in Starbucks and my fiance now, um, texted me and said, I'm so sorry for you and the kids. And I'm what like, the what? Oh, yeah, yeah. What? I was like, what? And I kind of like my stomach flip flop, but nothing crazy. I kind of thought Marcus was a partier, a crazy boy. I kind of thought like he was being sarcastic, kind of like an asshole. (laughs) (laughs) I get it. (laughs) Like, you know, you know. And so I was like, okay. And then the phone rang and it was Sean. And he like, he heard my voice and he's like, oh my God, you don't know. And then that's, and he's like, Amy, there was an accident. I actually have very skewered memory from that day. I don't remember. Right. Um, he a said shock. though, he said there was an accident and Marcus didn't make it. And I remember screaming, like everything turning black and my kids were in the car. And, um, my daughter was a baby, you know, two and a half, she's a baby. And Romeo was a week short of six and I was screaming and apparently I hung up the phone at some point. Um, he says, Sean always tells me that scream is like etched into his head till this day. And, and it's funny because actually when we were driving home on Thanksgiving, Sean showed me where he was working on a job that day. And he was actually only about two blocks away from me, as weird as that is. And I didn't, I didn't know where he was. And so his dad called me. And it's funny because I truly believe this is the universe that was meant, Sean was meant to call me because my father-in-law had been trying to get a hold of me, but for some reason I didn't see his missed calls. And it was only Sean that I picked up for. And I, and Sean and I didn't really talk at that point. Anyways, I, my father-in-law, he couldn't even talk on the phone. And his sister, he couldn't even like speak. And I was like screaming down the phone at him and his sister-in-law got on the phone and she said, there's an accident. And yes, it's true. And I remember hearing that. Um, sorry, that makes me, makes oh, me shut course, off a little bit now. <laughs> and um, I remember hearing that. And somehow I got, I was dry. I got in my car, was able to drive to a parking lot. I remember there was a jack in the box in the parking lot. And um, I stopped there and I called my mom, apparently. And she said that I was like, um, I was screaming down the phone and she couldn't understand what I was saying. Right. And um, she came, she came where I was. And I remember I was laying on the concrete in the Jack in the Box parking lot and people were looking at me like I was insane. I right. mean, everything is so black. You don't even see it. Right. And uh, I was just screaming hysterical, but I remember I wasn't crying. I was just more screaming. And so anyways, that day is kind of a blur. I don't remember much, but the next thing I knew, I had to go pick up his stuff at the morgue. And oh my God. it was awful. And I remember the next day, my father-in-law and I went up there. And I had seen him. And it was awful. The whole day was awful. Awful, right. awful. Right. And um, we went up there. And I remember screaming because I, I wanted to see him. And they wouldn't show me him yet. And I just felt like, how could he be in there? You know, like, how how is he in there? He left work. And how could he be right. in there? Right. And they gave me his stuff. And you want, and the craziest thing was his iPhone didn't break in the fall. Oh, wow. And what everything f- else, yes, everything else in his pocket. Like, he had a po- packet of cigarettes in there. He had a tobacco can. And it was flattened. And the cigarettes were like in crumbles. And the iPhone, the woman said to me, she's like, this is going to be really weird, but this didn't break. And she gave me his phone and it had all our videos from the night before on it. 
I know of, our, of him. It was the biggest blessing. I still have it in my nightstand, you know, and right. it's videos from us at the park the night before. And so anyways, that whole, you know, week was a blur and, you know, it was just awful. There was no, there's no words for it. And uh, Marcus's mother and I have had a completely strained relationship. You know, did you have you know, a strained relationship prior to this? We did. Marcus always had a challenging relationship with her growing up. She suffers from a lot of mental illness. Um, she hides it very well. She's a, she was a very beautiful woman, very young. You would never know. And she always treated me um, awful, awful, awful. You know, always would do things, you know, to try to hurt me. Like she would buy the same thing I bought or... Was it you know, out of jealousy because of her you know, son? I think long I think it was now that I'm looking back on it as right. a, as an adult you know and she was very very hurtful to him and his sister who I'm really close with now you know back then anyways but a lot of this hadn't come to light yet and so she was furious that everything went to me furious mm-hmm. and um but you know I I gave her his wallet and his hard hat that he was wearing at the time and Jeez. you know because it is his, it is his mother at the end of the day you That's know tough. of course and so you kind of try to do the right thing, even though you want to punch her. So, I totally get it. So, so you try to do the right thing. And um, she showed up to the funeral. She didn't want me. Uh, she didn't want me speaking. I did a eulogy at the funeral and she, you know, made a scene and was plugging her oh, ears. Goodness. Yeah. It was oh my awful. God. Like, yeah, I in just, the middle of the funeral. Yeah. yeah. It's like, yeah. And uh, it's taken a lot of time to like, you know, forgive her and just be like, you know, you're mentally ill. But right. um, so she did that. And then. Well, so obviously something so traumatic is going to put you into the deepest blues that you probably have ever right. reached of your life. Absolutely. I don't. How, how, you know, how far did you go? How long did that last? I, so I have to say, though, after the funeral, when everyone goes back to normal is when it hits you the hardest. Yeah, because there's not anybody surrounding right. you. There's yeah. not exactly. anybody with yeah. you, you know. Exactly. Everybody else is normal, still normal. Exactly. Yours is but then no all of a sudden normal. they're there for you. And then all of a sudden the funeral's <laughs> over and they just expect you to function right. as normal. Exactly. Yeah. I've dealt and with this with exactly. um, right. Candy Burris when she lost her boyfriend, AJ. Right. Yeah. Everybody right. went back and to normal. And I had her daughter, Riley. And it was yeah. just like, I'll take her for another week. Don't even worry about right. it. Because people just right. expect exactly. you to go back to normal. Right. Which is not exactly. easy, especially with children. You not. still have to be a mom, mm-hmm. you know, on Absolutely. top of all of this. Yep. Absolutely. And my kids were babies, you know, they were so little. And yeah. um, the worst part after is I had to deal with the whole court case that his mother brought on. That's mind-blowing to me. Isn't and, that mind-blowing? Well, it is. To, yeah, it is. And it, I mean, as a mother yourself, It you would know? never... I'm thankful that my mom, my mom took me to court for a grandparents visitation. Yeah. No comparison to your situation. And I just, it's mind blowing to well, me. I take yeah, a, I, I, I I, there's nothing I wouldn't do for my and children. Absolutely. And, and so I can't relate to, to, to any of this. And so I think that's where your email really struck a chord with me was reading that. Like, there's just no way, like the person that was also, you're his, you know, you're the mom. Yeah. And then this yeah. is his, his fian- mother of his child, right. like the right. other closest person. How would you, right cut that person out. I just don't see myself doing that. Well, you know what? She played the card that she told the courts that my she did she always doubted my daughter wasn't his. No and fuck. Was, I'm I sure. I've never heard someone say that in ever <laughs> in my life. Yeah. Now, this like, is a shocked. great time to do it, lady. Like really? Right. I get it. Yeah. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and so there's we talked the, to here there's different degrees or or different levels per se of uh-huh. you can call it mental illness, but you know, mentally if you're just not positive, if you're not, you know, you're negative, you're right. just a jerk. That's one right. level. Some people can't then, see it that way. Right. And well, this then is there's why another exactly. level of like true Clinical mental illness where you need Absolutely. maybe medication or, and so it sounds like she probably Absolutely. maybe had a little bit of both. It sounds you know, like my mom and her could be you know, best friends. Yeah. <laughs> oh, I'm sure. You know what? I'm sure 
they could because, you know, and it's, it's interesting though. I'll continue about how it turned out because so long story short, she claimed all these things and a lot of my, um, our assets. I mean, we were 24 and 25. We had a probably, he had a motorcycle and a truck to his name. We had nothing. So, you know, I mean, it was, it was the lawsuit money she knew was coming and it just got really unfortunate. And, um, at the end of this all, I offered her to see, the kids, I said, you know, I, I have not a liking for you, but you know, for the sake of my children, you know, you should, you can see them. And she declined. She said, no, Jesus. And she lives right near my children's school, actually. So, you know, so it's unfortunate. And um, they're an extension of him. That's just so sad. It's crazy to me. Absolutely. That's your heartbeat in in a byproduct of your son. Uh There's just no, you know, I think we are who we are as people because of some of our circumstances and situations. And this is an example Uh of how you'll be that much better of a mom. Right. And, you know, I, I, it's actually such a blessing in disguise. I'm so close with his sister and, um, you know, his dad's in the picture. They're obviously not together um but it just really showed it was it's like how the truth how you always say the truth always comes out you know the truth always comes out always you can't hide from it you can run from it but it will always come out and she would never show up to court and you know she would never be seen herself but i actually after the case was um was lost by her and they threw her out i saw her at a stoplight and I was huh. next to her at a stoplight and I was like, Hey girl, like kind of like oh, really no. sarcastically at right. the time. But, and she looked like she saw a ghost. And that was the last time I've ever seen her actually oh, in 2015. So, you know, I'm, I'm really thankful though that it worked out the way it did. It was just so unfortunate. But at the time when you're in such deep, deep, dark depression, how did you pull yourself out of that? A couple questions. How did you get out? But yeah. how long did it last for one? And, okay. and, and what did, made you shift? Like how, how far did you get down? Like, I mean, were you. <laughs> Were you down, down, or were you like? I was, I was, you know, I had to survive for my kids. I didn't want them to see me like fall apart completely. I mean, I would fall apart all the time. I would, I went to, I put myself um, back through school, and at night when I drive home, I would just, it was hysterical, you know, in the car driving home, but they didn't see that, you know, and, um, and, you know, we all try to protect our kids from that. And, um, I have to say the fall, um, after he died, so he passed away in May, I'd say the fall was when it was the most awful. That was my deepest, deepest point. That fall and winter Christmas is my favorite holiday and I couldn't even right. look at a Christmas tree. So, oh. um, I actually like took off to Europe. We stayed with some family and it was a really dark time. What pulled me out was I read, she was a guest on your show. I read Teresa Caputo's book and because I was looking for anything, any any proof, any um, anything to confirm that he was okay on the other side. Right. You know, anything that there was hope. Yeah. And um, there was this other book by an author named Laura Lynn Jackson. It's called The Light Between Us. And it's an amazing book. And um, I read hers and I read Teresa Caputo's. And so I started to look for signs and things. And that really helped me. And from there, one of my best girlfriends, she completely transformed her life from this um, the secret. And I would lay on her couch and just cry and... I was so skinny and I wasn't eating and it was awful. I was basically just surviving because I remember at the time my therapist asked me, how do you feel? And I said, it's like I'm screaming and no one can hear. And the pain is like physically hurting me as a person. Like it's physical. Right. You know, right. that's how you kind of right. feel. Right. And um, so my girlfriend, it was April of 2015. And my girlfriend was like, you have to listen to it. I listen to it all the time. And I'm like, you're okay. That's kind of crazy. Like whatever. And I'd always followed you guys. I've always watched your show and watched everything. And I'm like, oh, like I kind of like put the two and two together. Mm-hmm. And in April 2015, I was sitting in the Safeway parking lot. I remember before picking my kids up, I was sitting there and I was like, 
okay, what do I have to lose? Like, what do I have to lose? And I started listening to it and I would force myself to listen to it, even though I, at first it was kind of strange and different, but it started to resonate with me and I started to practice it and bless everything. And I lived in this crappy apartment in like the total ghetto. And I would be like, oh my gosh, I'm so thankful to live here. I have a home for my children. It's warm, it's safe. And it would, my ball started rolling. It just started rolling and rolling and rolling. And it was unbelievable. It makes you realize that everything is a perception. Everything. You know, it's how you, how you handle everything. It's how, how you, you handle look everything. at it. and hand, Exactly. Right. Absolutely. Yeah. And I could, I could have been so bitter and angry, but I'm like, no, like I have to keep going. And so by changing the way I thought, I mean, it takes a little while, right? To adjust oh, your course. mind. Yeah, I mean, this you is, yeah, yeah, of course. It takes your mind a little while. And um, I would say that the depression started to like ease. I'd say about, a year and a half later, um, wow. it, a year and a half later, it started to ease. And it, you can kind of see a little bit of light at the end of the tunnel at that point. And I had went and saw a medium, actually. And that really helped me. Um, kind of confirmation and a lot of different signs from Marcus. And, you know, and obviously... Did you see signs? Have you seen signs in that year and I a half have. that you were like, oh my God, this I is did. so black and white for me. I totally see I it. I did. Um, so Marcus, so well couple things. Okay. So our sign to each other is a feather. And I was in Hawaii and I was thinking, gosh, I really wish she was here. And I remember that night I like got out of the car at dinner and a white feather trickled down and landed on my flip flop. And I was just like, okay, that's him. You know, like it kind of, it's like little things. It's kind of like a little sign, like a a little bank, you Uh know, adds up. And another time was, was that, so this is a kind of a funky little story, but we were driving and me and my son and my daughter were driving and they were so little and Marcus had just passed away. And in his phone, there had been some things that shouldn't have been there. And, um, you know, and, uh, I was really upset by it. And Romeo, my son, who was five and a half or six at the time, he goes, Hey mom. And I was like, what? And he goes, you know, he didn't love anyone else besides you. Right. And I was like, what? How, you know, how would you know that? And he's like, no, no, he, you know, he, he only, he only loved you. And Haven starts going, Oh, daddy, daddy, you know, it's like babbling. And right. he goes, No, no, Haven, you'll, you won't see daddy for another 81 years. And he stopped talking. Oh and my I was God. Like, what? Oh, wow. What? I like pulled over the car and I was like crying. And then when, and one of the first things I said to um, the medium said to me was, She said, Were you driving in a car when he came to you? And I was like, Oh my gosh, yes. And she's like, He was speaking through your son. Oh my and God. So she knew. She knew. Yeah. It was, it was mind blowing what they I just know. Got you know, it's yeah, really nuts. Holy cow. It was mind blowing. Yeah. And, huh. you know, he comes to me. Um, I w- actually, it's a funny thing. I work for a plastic surgeon now. And, um, he that sounds like to, a dream job, girl. Oh my gosh, honey! It is. I work for Doctor Fazlat, and you. He's amazing. <laughs> Anyways, it is my dream job, hundred percent. And uh, we went to this um, class, and I, they asked me to be the model for it. And I went, and I went, and we get there, and it's on Powell Street in San Francisco, and that was his uh, last name. I was like, Oh, oh my god! Sweet. Well, this gets crazy. I was like, Oh wow! Like how sweet is this? Like kind of just like smiled and went on with my day. I get upstairs, and the t- person goes. Hi, welcome. I'm Dr. Marcus. Oh, okay. Like, okay. Wow. <laughs> I literally had to step outside. And, like, I text my sister. I text my sister, and I'm like, Megan, he's here. It's your brother. <laughs> so I have know, to tell so- you, we we 
um, uh-huh. went and I don't know if you ever saw it, but it was on Teresa's show. Um, yes, I watched you guys on there. We didn't even really get to see it because Cash had just been bit. That So the next night is when that episode aired. So we were trying to watch it in the hospital. Mm-hmm. And that yeah. was the least of our worries, to be quite honest. But we did yeah, see of pieces. Of, but you only see five seconds of like an hour and a half. Yeah. That was absolutely right. mind-blowing. Right. There's no words to describe what I heard. And now no. I feel like I have so many questions. Like I say to Croy... Casey is is Croy's best friend uh-huh. that he lost when he was 18. Uh-huh. So it was Corey, Croy, and Casey. They were like the three stooges. Oh, and yeah. so Casey, Teresa, was conveying to Croy. Croy thought he was Billy Badass walking into this, by the way. Yeah. Well, I didn't, totally. I didn't expect It lasts anything. about 30 seconds. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, Croy's crying. I'm, I can't even keep my shit together. Right? And Me either. I like lose my shit. Me Casey too. was telling Croy or telling Teresa yeah. to tell Croy certain things that only Casey and Croy would know, like right. what he says in the locker room or making fun of him yeah. with this Aaron Rodgers situation. It was yes. so mind-blowing. So now, yes. here we are two years later, which uh-huh. really crazy is that we had the reading on 12 years to the day that, that Casey was killed in the car accident. Yeah. So, oh my gosh. Yep, 12, yeah. Oh my gosh. It was, so, it was so crazy because Croy didn't know how to handle Casey's parents right. because Casey said, please right. tell my dad I'm okay. Croy said, oh. I, I can't do that emotionally. So then right. I called Corey the other three suits yeah. and said, yeah. I, I can't go to sleep tonight unless we convey this message. I'm a parent unless we can pay right. this. And he said, Corey, you got to get your shit together, bro. Like we got to do this. <laughs> we so, have to do this. Right. Like but now experience. I'm so now, so I, I haven't lost anybody. Thank God I'm going to knock on wood. Um, yeah. that I've not been in pain like that. Um, so, but yeah. to hear Teresa convey like information that was yeah. so clear to Croy is like, mm-hmm. there is another side. He is Absolutely. sending you these people to yes. touch you. Like there's no doubt in my mind well, after speaking with Teresa. Right. And what's so cool well, is that know, she's experiencing it with just like, she's aware enough with her surroundings and, and what's right. going on that you're seeing it on your own. That's so cool. We'll be right back with house of Kim. It's the holiday season, the giving time of year, and Podcast One's exclusive partners at betonline.ag are in a giving mood. That's why they have two incredible promotions you absolutely do not want to miss out on. First, log on to betonline.ag and create a free account. Use the promo code podcast one to receive a 50% sign up bonus. Uh, yeah, that's a 50% sign up bonus. That means you get 50% more bonus just for signing up. Who doesn't love more bonus? Maybe you're looking to give a friend or a family member a fun gift this season. Well, I've got good news. You can take advantage of betonlines.ag refer a friend program where you can give a 200% bonus to the person of your choice up to $200. Whether you love playing on the live casino or getting in on the sports excitement from the NFL to the NBA to college football bowl games and more, betonline.ag has you covered. But maybe you're more of a TV and a movie buff. Did you know that betonline.ag will let you bet on the Oscars and the Golden Globes? They even let you place bets on political odds. So whatever you're into, betonline.ag has something for everyone to get in on the action. Go online or use your mobile phone to sign up today and try in-game live betting where you can participate with all the action with every play. Use the promo code PODCAST1 for a 50% sign-up bonus and get your holiday shopping done early with their refer-a-friend promotion at betonline.ag, your online sportsbook expert. Alexa isn't the only one with breaking news. Make sure to hang around at the end of this podcast for the latest breaking headlines on the AP News Minute. 
Happy holidays from all your friends at Podcast One. Hey, it's Adam Carolla. This is Heather Dubrow from Heather Dubrow's World. Hey, it's Steve Off from the Steve Off Show. Hey, this is Rob Riggle. And Sarah Tiana from Riggle's Picks. This is Caitlin Bristow from Off the Vine. Hey, this is Kelty from The Lady Gang. Happy holidays from Podcast One. And now back to House of Kin. Your message when I, we, I yeah. mean, we probably have over 500 yeah. emails oh. when we read yours and even Brielle, I said, Brielle, you're not going to believe this. She's like, I don't understand how the father-in-law, I said, no, it was her oh father-in-law, God, his father. Yeah. She, she said, yeah, mom, there's yes. no way. There's no way. Yes. And it was, yeah. it was, we were all in the kitchen just well, like, you, you know, what was so crazy too, that the medium told me. So when Marcus was 18, his best friend, John was killed on the way to the, one of their job sites. Oh, and Marcus was supposed to be in the car and always always haunted him. He's like, you don't understand. You don't understand. And I didn't at the time, of course. And the medium said to me when she said, you know, when I, when I'm communicating with him, he's with a J presence, someone with a J. And I'm like, Oh, oh my God, Sean, <laughs> you yeah. know, like, it right. was, you know, it was so mind blowing wow. that like they can, you know, and she, and another thing she told us was that in our past life was that Marcus, I had died first really young and Marcus had to learn to live without me. And and now in this life, he has to die young and it's my turn to live without him and to learn. And so that's what she told me. And so I truly believe that by him, by him passing away, it was so awful, but it shook me so much to like, just change the way I am and to, and to really see what we're here for. I truly, you know, I truly believe that I lived a really superficial life before. And, and, you know, we all like the fancy things. I love yeah, it all. Of course. And, you know, but, but being a good person and, and learning to be positive and, and really believing that you deserve it is, was, you know, the thing that was so hard for me to learn, but it was the best thing I ever learned, you know, and I know you live that every day because that's just how you do it. I definitely have so. been through like my stroke or even my divorce when yeah, I was 23. Absolutely. And, yeah. and when I went through the divorce at 23, I was shook. Like, oh my God, I'm yeah. pregnant with Ariana. He's had right. an affair. F- this. Right. I don't want this right. anymore. You know, right. high school sweetheart type shit. And then, oh my mm-hmm. God, look where I am today. So I believe, exactly. I believe in following your heart and also listening to your gut and your intuition as a mm-hmm. woman, as a woman. Mm-hmm. I think that we're Absolutely. really gifted with that. I don't think yes. that death is something that's easy to deal with. And I thank God no. genuinely from the oh core of my being, I've not had to deal with that. But for you to even look positive, I mean, to even be where you are today in, in, in my mind, a short amount of time, but yet yeah. a lifetime, I'm sure for you, um, is pretty significant. Where are you today? So today, after he passed, I put myself through school and I, um, I work for a plastic surgeon, which was always my dream job. And mine and, too, girl. Right? <laughs> like, hey, it. what are you love doing it. tonight, doctor? Like, I really feel like I need a little we bit of this. so much fun. Yeah, we I all inject, they inject me on like, my lunch. <laughs> oh, that's a dream job. So, so we, I, you know, I love it. I'm engaged to one of Marcus's friends. and uh, How we did that work such- out for you? Because my, a good close friend of mine yeah. lost her best friend yes. and ended up yeah. marrying her husband, yeah, believe it or not. So, it was so, so crazy. They, and yeah, they were married 20 years or 17 they years. Say that's, they say that's common because you share, my therapist told me when I was going through it that you share that in common. Like, So you, when did you, you reach out I mean? to a therapist? Yeah. Did you have one before? I want my I, followers I, I or was, viewers to know that, listeners to know. I, yeah, absolutely. So I had a therapist. I was a crazy wild child. I'm surprised my parents didn't lock me up um, <laughs> when, I, when I was young. And so I had a therapist and they got me that, whatever. And I didn't really think anything of it. I could 
I didn't care about it. But when he passed away, I would see her twice a week. The same therapist um, that you saw when the you same were therapist. Wow. Yes, I, I saw I saw her for 10 years. Yeah, she's amazing. She taught me a lot of tools. Um, she totally confirmed how ask, believe, receive is like the way to live. I love and that. She's, you know, and it's I love that she teaches that, by the way. And um, but today um, we're engaged and we um, Sean and I had known each other and um we had actually been together when we were young a little while ago, a few years ago, and um, we reconnected. Um, he had so you dated him, Mar- or did you date him before Marcus? Or did you? Know, you-, okay. you know, I uh, I actually split from Marcus for a period of time with him. Okay, gotcha. Um, hey, yes. girl, it's and, life, you know, sweetie. I gotta be honest. It's, it's life. a thing called life. life. I gotta be honest. Like, there's no judgment here. It's a thing called life. <laughs> You know, I know. And, you know, Sean always said, like, I've loved you since the day I laid eyes on you all those years ago. And I've known Sean for many, many years and his family. And they're always been so wonderful. And I always had. I feel like they were placed in your life for a reason. I don't discount that shit. That's what I'm saying. I don't discount that. Right. Absolutely. And so, um, Sean, so he, we saw each other at the funeral and then we hadn't seen each other. And this is also pretty crazy. Um, 20 in May 2017, um, he was living two hours away from me at the time. Um, he 2017, was working, three 2017, years, so three years, years later, yes. so three years okay, after yes. Marcus's yes. accident. Yes. Okay, gotcha. So Sean happens to be on a job site next to my office and goes and sees me. We see each other, and that's how he had tried to call my phone for like a lot and you know, tried to get a hold of me. And I had always pushed him away, like, no, I was, you know, I was, of I was depressed. I was yeah, a mess. You were mourning, and yeah, of course, exactly. Right. And um, he showed up in 2017 of May, and he was like, when it's you were ready, by the way, I firmly yeah. believe. Yeah. And the fact that he was on a job site in my parking lot, like how of all the places to be, you know, yeah. he was there, he was there and um, we saw each other and I kind of pushed him away still. And he ended up having heart surgery in September of 2017. And he, his mom called me he says, he's asking for you. And so I went there and we saw each other and that was I, it, girl. Actually, <laughs> right? I, it's like I've always loved him. He's always, we've always loved each other, and I've always loved everything, you know, everything. And um, we weren't together, though, up and we weren't together until the end of March of 2018. Because and you are too strong minded, girl. I'm, I'm so strong minded. I'm so yeah. stubborn. He would beg me, beg me, beg me. And I'm like, nope. And you nope, loved nope. it. This is just a, yeah, I did. You know, you know, honey, I did. <laughs> I did. But you know, and his, and like his family feels home to me. You know, he has three sisters and we got back together in end of March and we got engaged in August. And, and it's funny. This is like the third ring he's bought in me because he's tried to get with me for so long. I love I'm this like, shit. You know, third time's you know, a charm, like, girl. Right. And so we're getting married June 1st. Oh my God. It's amazing. Yes. And so we're happy and I love my stepkids and they're wonderful. And, you know, I've, I've pulled myself out of this mess. I lived in like the shittiest apartments forever, you know, cause that's all I had at the time. And we live in a beautiful, you know, brand new home and we have everything. Like Sean told me when we were on a family vacation um, with his family in August and we were talking at the campfire and Sean was like, you know, I have everything I've ever wanted since I was a little boy for the first time in my life. And like, that's just like, and it's like, I do too. And I truly believe it's from ask, believe, receive. I, I can't, I'll put my life on it. Right. It's from that. Well, it's, your, because, it's what you think. I think you are what you really think. Is. And I think that you, you right. wanted who Sean is probably all of your life, mm-hmm. to be quite honest. Um, right. And, 
it's similar, Croy. I didn't want an NFL player. Like I don't want it. Right. I had a lot of my my big NFL player friends right. um, mm-hmm. around me all the time, and I saw how they behaved. And I, the the one thing I was against was an NFL yes. player. <laughs> and See? my assistant, sweetie's like, let's switch it up. This was April twenty yeah. sixth yeah. of yeah. two thousand and ten. I met Croy May sixteenth, two thousand and ten. Right. And I was like, I'll take exactly. an NFL player. God, I swear to you, I was sitting, <laughs> sweetie was sitting on my bathtub. I was sitting in my chair doing my makeup in my townhouse. Yes. I said, God, yes. I'll take an NFL player that has no children. That was the first time I'd ever said that because I always wanted somebody yeah. that had children totally. so they could relate to yeah. me having children. Yeah. And sweetie, my assistant who's been my ride or die for so many years, is like, Yes, I feel it. I said, Shut the fuck up. Like, you're crazy, but let's roll with right. it. And then right. literally, what? Two weeks later or, you know, three weeks later. So I believe you are exactly where you should be. Had you not listened to or watched or heard those. I feel like for you, it had to be pretty black and white like it did for me. Um, He's in your job site, which made you think, which made you think (laughs) for a minute, like, that's really weird, God. Uh, yeah, like that's, that's exactly strange. what I said. Yeah, I bet. Yeah. Well, he I, would leave me notes on my car, and I'd be like, "Oh, I, I would try. I could pretend I didn't see them." <laughs> yeah, like, I I yeah, because it's just like I did with a 24 year old NFL player, <laughs> and I'm exactly. 31. It's like, nice try, sweetie. Well, but there was just something exact- there. Absolutely. Yeah, yeah. No, I, I, I love the two the two major keys here that you've hit is is like you said, one of them is perspective. You can look at any situation a certain way. You, you allowed yourself it. to mourn, though. I of think course, that that's key that's as crucial. well. And also seek out help to help right. you do of that. Course. Absolutely. Important. You know, there's nothing embarrassed to be about seeking out help and and you know, mourning and mourning never goes away. You know, you learn to live different. You learn to right. live different. That will always be there. And what I also do, what I firmly also believe in, is getting a notebook and writing out exactly what you want like exactly like you have it because that's what I think that's really important and I myself struggle with that writing down I have the thoughts I used to love to write and I've gotten out of that Uh I think that takes time Mm -hmm. Um, but I think that is very important it is yeah and the second thing that you said is is you have the ability to react anyway to whatever has happened to you and you react she mourned you said you she mourned and of course yes that's to be expected and you have to 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 move past those emotions but you then were were faced with a decision with you for the rest of your life of course yes she was then faced with a decision to what do I do now do I continue the negativity or do I continue or do I I the mom pulling you down the mom I mean I think parents I think children or in-laws you think they're my in-laws they're my mom and dad I think I have to deal with them because of who they are right absolutely so but she she I feel like you would not be where she is today. She would not have. Uh, you said Sean, right? Uh, yes. You would not be with Sean. You would not have. You tried for she a long time have, now. I know, but it was she had to react and shift her mindset in order for those <laughs> things to be able to flow into Absolutely. her life. If 100%. you don't allow to shift that mindset, she was blocking yep. it. Yeah, because she wasn't ready. Absolutely, right. of course. I don't disagree. You know, you know, with that, I think timing is everything. I always stress that timing is everything. You, you probably wouldn't really and. Ind- appreciate Sean and in, in, in say 2015, you know, I think right, that right. that Absolutely was just too much for you. So he was placed mm-hmm. in your parking lot per se, doing a job right. at a right. time where subconsciously you were open. Right. You know, and too, I was talking to my sister-in-law the other day because she doesn't have a relationship much with her mother either. And, you know, it's almost like I'm thankful for the pain that she put us through and the pain she put me through because it taught me how never to treat people and how 100%. it's a projection of yourself when you treat people poorly and when you, you know, talk, talk about them and make fun of them and put them down and see people hurt. It's, it's you. It's really how you feel about yourself. So she clearly hated herself and wanted to hurt me too. Right. And 
that's what I also really took that's, with that's, it. That took me 30, probably eight years to realize. Right, yeah. doesn't it? And then when yeah. you get it, it just clicks. You're yeah, like, it just oh. clicks. Uh-huh. Yeah. 100%. Exactly. And it's, it's like, like, wow, it's not really me. That's, it's, it's you. Exactly. But exactly. It takes a, it takes a minute for yeah. sure. Well, yeah. and that's, you know, and that was also another big thing. And, um, but it's funny. So I look at my notebook and last year I, at Christmas time, I had written, I want to be engaged. I want this and I want this and want this. And everything on my list is checked off. I know that's right, girl. <laughs> Isn't right. that crazy? You know what? Your thoughts outward. create your reality. Well, it's, they it's really not do. crazy. It's that you, you believed, even though yes. it's a sub, people think, Oh my God, I have to live my life. I believe 24 yes. seven, but it's something yes. that in your mind, you know, is there, but it doesn't mean you don't break down or you're not upset at Marcus or you're not hurt yes. or there aren't moments yes. that trigger you to be in a certain mm-hmm. position, but subconsciously mm-hmm. in the back of your mind, you know, you deserve this and you want this and you want this life for your children. Right. I think children do push people into they a position really where they, really they will believe even stronger. I do believe mm-hmm. that. Um, no, you, absolutely. You subconsciously, I want this for my children. I want this life for my children. I deserve this. And you got it. Yes. And, and yeah. I think, yeah, no, and we're you know, extremely having, happy for you because that's, that's a lot guys. to overcome. Um, yeah. Thank you. You know, it's, it's been a, such a learning lesson, but I always say I'm, I'm re, I'm re, almost reborn and I'm here to help other people when they're down and I help other struggling sing, single moms when I can. And, you know, I, I, I truly believe if you give it back, it comes back to you double, just like you say. So I truly believe that you, what, it, what you give comes back double. So. Yeah, that's hundred so percent really, right. Yeah, absolutely. Well, Annie, so. thank you so much for sharing oh gosh, your story absolutely. with us. Uh, it was a touching story, so motivational, so inspirational. Thank you. Um, you guys are wonderful. I love listening to you. I really You're appreciate really sweet. that, and um, you are so sweet for having me. Oh gosh, but in honor <laughs> of of our of our podcast month here in December, Dream Big December, yep, we yes. uh, you know we've been talking to people that have you overcame you, something big. Yes, huge, thank you, huge. thank you so much. And um, in honor of that, we would love to donate to a charity of your choice. So if you have one now, you can. I do. I have, my son, my son Romeo has type one diabetes, and um, oh wow. I would, yeah, so he's been type one diabetic since he was three. Okay. So I would love for you guys to donate to juvenile diabetes. That would wonderful. be wonderful. Okay. So. We will Thank you guys so much. We will do, do that yes. on your behalf, and we will send you. <laughs> we'll deal you. with all that after the podcast. Yeah. Thank you so Thank, much oh for sharing gosh. your Thank story. You, You're really Curry. incredible. I'm hoping Thank one you. day I connect. I can connect you with Teresa. Um, Absolutely. You know, I yeah. went and saw her live. I saw her live. Oh, so she's I, I, so oh my insane. God. I adore her. I no, adore people, her. She is. I couldn't barely speak to her. If you listen to the interview again, yeah. I could yeah. barely get my words out. And Corey's looking at me like, are you okay? And I'm like, <laughs> but even in front of her, right, I could barely right. breathe. And she was like, you know, you could do my job. I have to keep raising my vibration for you. I could barely yeah. breathe. There's yeah. A lot of energy. Absolutely. Yeah. It's no, amazing. She, it's amazing. she gives her producer of her show is was my producer on our don't be tardy wedding episode dom yeah and so there's a lot of similarities there but going walking into her i was like you know what like this is for croy and my hairdresser nikki that's been my ride or die for years this she had me in tears in about 10 seconds and then she looked at me and said you want to ask me something why don't you fucking ask it (laughs) and i was like you bitch i just want to know why my mom's brother had died he had died very young i just wanted to know why he died because my cardiologist wants to know and Uh she's like you'll never have another stroke again kim if that's what you're asking and i was like "Ah!" she is 
she is the real deal and a lot she of people give her a deal. bad name she is no. very near and dear to our hearts and and Absolutely. i would love to connect um maybe for oh, your wedding you. gift you I guys would, so that you can that, have some closure Kim, thank you thank yeah. you so much no, I would, of course yes, and if i'm ever in atlanta one day i'll come oh my I god yes you guys Croy and jason both manage kim at kim zolciak.com and so oh we're gosh, all very involved with it. that and that's how we were able to read your story because jason was screaming from the office you guys have to hear this you're not gonna believe it and then we were all like, ah! yeah, your yeah. story was well, very you know, inspiring. So funny. I was driving with my mom when I got your email and I screamed and I'm like, mom, oh, <laughs> oh my God, Kim and Croy reached out to me. Oh my God. <laughs> well, you, you brought that to you to and your story you. was very, you, very touching. Gut wrenching, I have to be honest. Uh, Gut wrenching and, and also very, as you read through the email, got to yeah. the point where we were just like, I, I mean, I don't know that I could yeah. be as, in, yeah, yeah, as strong Thank as you guys. were. So, yeah. yeah. Thank well, you so much. You yes. We Absolutely. wish you an incredible Christmas yes. and an yes, incredible 2019. Well. God is Absolutely. so good. Thank you, um, Absolutely. All right. All and right. we will chat soon. I'm, I'm really, Sounds um, great. yeah. All right. Thanks. Take care. All right. Thanks, guys. Bye. 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 Sometimes it's the smallest change that can have the biggest benefit, you guys. Honestly, like I said, drinking my celery juice or trying to go completely vegan. And here's an easy change you can make that your body will thank you for. Switching to an aluminum-free deodorant. I recently made the switch with Kapari's coconut deodorant, and I don't think I will ever go back to anything else. In fact, I know I won't. Unlike most traditional deodorants, Kapari deodorant is aluminum-free and vegan. It's free of silicone, sulfates, parabens, GMOs, and baking soda, so it's great for sensitive skin. Kapari's deodorant-fighting odor with plant-based actives such as sage oil and coconut oil. It doesn't leave behind that nasty, sticky white residue, just a sweet, subtle, scent-fresh of coconut milk, and it outlasts your longest day. This is Kapari's number one selling product. They can barely keep it in stock. I love that they offer a deodorant subscription. You can just choose how often you want to receive it, and they ship it to you automatically for free so you never run out of deodorant again. Kapari offers a money-back guarantee, so there's no reason not to try it. Head over to kaparibeauty.com slash Kim to make the safe switch today and save $5 off your first order when you subscribe. That's Kapari, K-O-P-A-R-I, beauty.com slash Kim. Kaparibeauty.com slash Kim. Wow. Yes. Jesus. I knew. Yeah, I kept was... my shit together. I'm proud of myself. I know. You did. That was Amazing. like, uh, yeah, that was like, <laughs> but how incredible. Right. How do you do that? You right. know, like, guys, I have a cold, so I sound like a man, but um, how do you, how do you do that? Well, you're, you're faced with a situation in your life. Here's that, the rational side of my life. <laughs> right? You're faced with a situation like you can't have a situation more up in your face yeah. that is just so shocking and so you know just earth shattering mm-hmm. and you have obviously she mourned and that's you have to mourn do people you know just oh i just got to flip my switch and be positive no this absolutely not you yeah. have to mourn work through those emotions right. deal with those or they'll always be there those those that baggage you'll pull for the rest of your life if you don't mourn and don't work through that right. she mourned she worked through it she then got to a crossroads where she could have said look man i'm gonna be a jerk the rest of my life because God took God, my husband yeah. or this was just bullshit or whatever, or I got to, you know, I got to make the best life possible for me and my kids. I do think that children make you a different person. Right. I of do course. believe that. Yeah. She looks at him like I could be in this position and devastated and, and, and just be in constant turmoil for the rest of my life. Yeah. Or I know that Marcus would want me to be the right. better parent. Yeah. I do find it crazy 
and ironic that a, a dear friend of mine as well ended up marrying her best friend's husband per se yeah. that you connect but she said it's like statistics have kind yeah, of shown yeah, yeah. it's common you suffer right yeah, you, you and suffer. you have you guys yeah. have that uh that but common I, I just want to make it clear com- that i'll i, I <laughs> try me well crying. i mean <laughs> your, your friend is the chanel bag in the closet so me and chanel are my friends married. are chloe kardashian and she's pretty <laughs> she's hot taken. malika hot. she's taken like, she's gorgeous i mean i could go taken. down the list nikki my hairdresser she's taken. taken yeah um samantha gunn she's taken yeah i guess we could go down the list you're right yeah. jendine yeah. she's taken chanel so, in the closet yeah, it's, it's gonna be you and chanel um uh, <laughs> but in, in all seriousness, you know, for her, her email, you guys, uh, I wish I could read it to you. I just can't, but I, uh, you could we, feel, you could definitely feel the energy, you could feel uh, the energy every, of like complete and yeah. utter. Can you imagine being the father that Absolutely watched your son not. drop to his death? No. I think that's the part and that I pray struck that he's, me. He's okay. Yeah. You know, I, I didn't we, want to ask her to be honest. That, yeah. Um, but I will definitely be praying for him because yep. there's no words to describe that. Tough. Um, Brielle's like, I, you know, I don't understand. What are you saying? And I explained. She's like, and Brielle's face was like white as a ghost. Right. Like, yeah. holy shit. Do you know that Brielle brought me a cinnamon roll from Cinnabon and a glass of wine during this? Cause she knew we were doing this call right. and Croy, what is it? Bud Light or something? Yep. Uh, two Bud Lights. Cause she just knew that this was going to be a heavy call, but I love the positivity in her story. Yep. I totally believe in grieving. Yep. I totally believe in acknowledging the pain and yes. the hurt that you're going through. I think people like myself, even being a Taurus and being stubborn and, and like she said, stubborn, you're just like, ah, oh, it. This doesn't hurt. Like I'm going to move on. Well, she, she grieved. You right. know, you have to, you cannot bury anything right. other than the, you know, unfortunately. Her and you guys, her, you know, you, you'll, Marcus, you'll, you'll it. understand it, it affects your health. Right. So I think that grieving and processing that and, and then here she is now, you know, uh, like she said, she wrote in her journal, um, I need to get back to writing. I just feel like I think it and it should just be created, which I still believe is accurate, but I definitely need to take the time, um, People say like, how do you find time for yourself? I fucking don't. Like I barely put a mask on my right. face. I barely write in a journal that I've written in for, you know, 30 years. Um, I think that's definitely going to be a priority of mine of 2019 is just to take, you know, 45 minutes or whatever. But yeah. I think it's important to kind of write down stuff so that you can reflect back in, you know, in a year from now, we can say, Oh my God, Croy, we wanted blah, 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 right. blah, whatever. Yeah. Um, I feel like. Yeah, I think it would be it really works. cool. It yeah. works, and but makes you more aware, makes you more conscious, and it of your makes thoughts. you realize too that your this this Amy can make you know your life can change in a fucking second, oh, and that's why second. I I preach to people that you know um, if you're not living the way you should be or want to be living, be living. I'll use Jennifer Stano, and and now. I have no you know I'm, if you guys follow Jennifer Stano on Instagram, um, she was married in a situation. She had two boys. She wasn't happy. She met a woman. She fell in love with her name. Her name's Danielle, um, and they have lived happily ever after per se. And she answers a lot of questions for fans and people that are probably trying to figure out how to live their best life right. and be authentic. Yep. And I'm, I'm going to try to get Jennifer on this podcast because she's spreading positivity worldwide always. Yeah. Um, but she's person, with a woman and people are like, how do you do this? And how do you feel this way? And how do you, and she's like, I just followed my heart. It wasn't easy because it's not the typical situation, right. but I'm in a place where I'm completely happy. You can see it and feel it from her. And she's a prime example that like you have one life to live. I tell people you have one life to live. If it doesn't make you happy, it doesn't make you feel good. Why fucking do it? Yeah. 
Like I don't live, I would never stay with Croy for our children. I, I, I've always, you know, my mom has always kind of said, I would never stay with your dad for you. I just love your dad. And, and I firmly believe they love each other. You know, you go around for a very short amount of time yeah. on this planet and I'll be damned if I'm going to live a fake life. And right. I think that what ultimately is Amy's story is that, you know, she was in a situation, she lost somebody that she dearly loved, that she had a child with, who was a stepdad to her son. And it shook her to the fucking core of her being, yeah. just like Cash's incident did to us, my stroke, my divorce when I was 23. Yeah. I've had a few incidences um, that have shook me to my core. I think when I was 23, that shook me the most to shift me into a positive thinking. Sometimes it takes something that painful mm-hmm. to hit your core. But look where she is today. Yeah. She she grieves, she processed, and now she's engaged. They're getting married June 1st. Like yeah. Her kids are happy. Yeah. Crazy. I love it. And had she not chosen the positive. Had he not been in her parking lot? Because here's the funny part of the story, right? She sounds pretty sexy, pretty. I bet you she's a beautiful girl, pretty strong. Okay. He was in her parking lot. Uh She's still like, not working for me, bro. Well, she could have stayed that route, right? She could have stayed the negative, grouchy, uh, you know, F the world. Right. But she did it. She chose to, oh, I'm going to grab this little, you know, bit of light over here. uh, She always thought it, but she didn't think. Yeah, she was Maybe. like, but she wasn't I'm just ready. saying, she would not be. But where he she was is in today. her. That's the kind of person I am she too. Did not. In the fucking parking lot. Yeah, you know what I mean. Of she her, didn't like, shift that light. She, yeah. So look where she is today. But I think so. Never underestimate the situation that you're in. Croy was 24, an NFL player. Like I told you guys, my some of my dearest friends were NFL players. I saw what they did to women, and I was like, no, never. I never dated any of them ever. Croy was the first NFL player I ever dated. He's a rare breed, so don't get it twisted <laughs> because I've had so many people email me and DM me like, girl, he's nothing like Croy. Well, bitch, guess what? 99.9% of them aren't. Um, but I was open to the fact that like he made me feel something nobody else made me feel. And it was almost annoying, like, fuck off. Like, why did you text me so perfect, you asshole? But <laughs> it was almost like... I do believe that I had to be open to receive something I didn't want. Like Croy's 24. He's never had children. It was a thought that you had. I thought his fucking body and ass and his smile and his energy. It was his energy and then his ass. And I thought this fucker. Oh, Christ. I can can feel it right now. (laughs) But I also thought realistically he's 24. I'm 31. I'm I'm on a show on Bravo called Real Housewives of Atlanta. You're an NFL player. Once they catch us together, you're fucked. Uh, it'll be everywhere. You have no idea. You don't have kids. You have no idea. I thought these things, but I never closed myself off to a job, a man, a position, a location. Never. You can't ever judge. If somebody gave me a piece of paper and said, you're going to marry a man that drives a truck from Montana that's 24 years old, never had a child, blue eyes, also light drove hair, a Honda. drove a, a gold, gold Honda. <laughs> Um, lives in Hoshton, Georgia. Yeah. He okay. wouldn't have checked one of those boxes. I would have never yeah. once checked those boxes. Yeah. So my goal for the new year for you guys is to remain open. open. You have to yes. remain open because I've, I live my best life. Remain open and do things authentically. Think authentically. And don't don't think you have the fucking answer. Yeah. Don't think you have the answer. Because if somebody Let said to me, this is who you're going to you. marry, I always think of Andy Cohen on The Love yeah. Connection. Like, I'll be back in two and two. Like, yeah. Chuck Woolery. You have no idea who right. the fuck that is, I'm sure. But I think about that. And like, if Andy Cohen had said to me on Love Connection, like, this guy's this, that, I would have been like, Andy, yeah. fuck off. <laughs> right. But 
get rid of all the preconceived, all the notions, preconceived notions, everything that, that society has imprinted, everything your parents have imprinted, everything your grandparents have imprinted, all those imprints, you know, all those imprints, they're inaccurate. Let the universe give you the answers, the solutions, provide for you. It is there full of abundance and full of all kinds of stuff waiting to just be dropped in your lap if you just open up, open up and change your thoughts. I don't even, I didn't even have to change my thoughts. I just was open. I don't even I'll think it comes to, I just think it has to be with like, I'm not opposed to going on a date. I didn't even want to go on a date with you, as right. you know. Brielle was like, Brielle well, and Brandon. I don't have any thoughts more like it. It just was just like going on a date with the, him. Get rid of the thoughts. It got, I got rid of the thoughts and I'm so thankful that I did. I think that we should all go into 2019 with an open heart. Yeah. With no preconceived notion of what a relationship is, should be, what your job should be, right. what your new mate should be, what your new husband should be, or what your child should be. You know, have an open heart and roll with it. Right. Like me at 40 telling you guys, and I know we have a lot of younger listeners, I always had this perfect plan for my life. And, and, and my perfect plan was definitely not somebody eight years younger, but I knew he was going to be fine as f- I knew that my sex life was going to be incredible. I knew that I was going to have a bunch of children because that was my passion. I knew I wanted a big house and a big rock on my finger. And when I look back, it's it didn't turn out exactly how I wanted from a standpoint of like, he's eight years younger. He's from Montana. I've never even met anybody from Montana. But today, where I'm at today is exactly where I wanted to be and where I envisioned myself. And I think that had I had any preconceived notions of where you know, he sh- what he should look like or what it should be like or where he should be from, I don't know that you and I would be together. No, because you would have forced something that was not to your highest and best. You cannot force anything. Be open to accept. Don't force something to be. A hundred percent right. Yeah. And go with the flow. Yeah. I think that every... Uh, day it, it leads you to where you should be yes and i'll leave you guys on that note um amy was such an angel um i do hope to connect her with Teresa. that would be my goal before her wedding so that she has some sort of closure um and we will do what we can to make that happen but she was really sweet to write in and we'll be donating to juvenile diabetes which actually has hit pretty close to home for us um and we haven't shared so not with our children but people that are close to us so that makes us very happy to yeah. be able to donate on her behalf. It's amazing. And you guys have an incredible Christmas. Christmas is tomorrow, yes, baby. Yes, it is. It is tomorrow. We are so excited. You guys know what's happening tonight for our kids. I'm so excited and so blessed to be able to do all of this. Um, and we will be back on Wednesday, you guys, with a really cool interview, interview from Jillian Michaels, who uh, I've been a huge fan of hers forever. But speaking to her is a whole nother ball game. Yep. She's pretty dope, you guys. Thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening to House of Kim with Kim Zolciak Beerman. Catch new episodes weekly exclusively on PodcastOne.com, on the Podcast One app, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. If you love the show, don't forget to leave a rating and review. This week's sponsors for House of Kim, I'm so grateful for you guys, are. Lola, get 40% off your subscription when you go to mylola.com and use promo code Kim. BetOnline.ag, go to BetOnline.ag and enter promo code podcast one to get a 50% sign up bonus and make sure to take advantage of their refer a friend program. Kapari, go to kapari.com slash Kim and get $5 off your first order when you subscribe. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. 
I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.